Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Hey, Jess. What's up, man? How much? You uh, been playing any games lately? Uh, one, it's... Uh pretty interesting game. What have you, what have you been doing? Uh, I've been playing one interesting game as well. Yeah, what are you, what are you playing? Uh, I don't know. I want you to say it because uh, I don't you know if it. I can pronounce it. Fatanadu? Yeah, say it really fast so nobody really knows what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Alright. Yeah. So, All right. Fatanadu, Fazanadu, however you pronounce it. And we have a guest. So, guest, we have with us Aaron, Aaron Robinson. Aaron, Hello, would you like to folks. introduce yourself? Sure, I'm uh, Aaron Robinson. Uh, you might have heard my voice if you ever listened to the Factory Sealed podcast. Uh, Michael and Justin have invited me to talk about this fantastic game that uh, I love so much. How do you pronounce it? Faxanadu. Okay, that sounds right. X Xanadu. Yeah. Hmm. I was a little confused on whether the X was pronounced with a Z. You know how you know they do that to you every now and then. Yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah. I think uh, I don't Xanadu. know if you're going to talk about this when you get into the history, Justin. But there is like a reason why it's called X Xanadu. We're just kind of joking around about how to pronounce it because I think there is kind of a reason behind it. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a portmanteau. Whatever that means. <laughs> well, it's, it's supposed it's to be like a, Famicom. It's formed from the name Famicom and Xanadu. Right. That's what right. it is. A portmanteau is a, I guess it's a French word. It looks like a French word, but it means like a combination of words. Mm. You know? Uh-huh. And so it was a, it, it, it's a combination of words Famicom and Xanadu. Mm-hmm. Which Xanadu was important for the. Uh, it's a video game um, made by Falcom. Well, you know what? Never mind. Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. Uh, we're going to do a little history, and we're going <laughs> to do history a little different today um, since we have a guest. We've done this in the, in the past. It's going to be a history quiz game. For oh, all right. All right. So basically what I'm going to do, you, you buzz in, Aaron or, or Mike, you're going to buzz in by saying your name. Okay. Whenever you think the, uh, you know the answer, I ask a question, and if you don't know the answer right off, I'll give three different answer choices, and uh, you buzz in, you tell me what you think, okay? All right. All right. I'm going to go with Mike so I can compete, because Aaron's a lot <laughs> faster to say than Michael. So. Now, right. Aaron, if you think if you think that Aaron is since it's two syllables, you may want to go with like Pete. It's a, it's you know, <laughs> hard. Oh, hard Scott. Name. Aaron, okay. I can say it real fast. Okay, okay, there we go. <laughs> All right. So, Back Sanadu was produced by was a, actually a game that was licensed by a computer game developer named what? Aaron. Yes. Hudson Soft. Nope. It was okay. That's the, that's another question. Okay, the answer oh. would be the answer choices are for Mike. Okay. 
uh, A, Rare, B, Hudson Soft, or C, Nihon Falcom? I guess I'm going to say Nihon Falcom since Hudson Soft was wrong. Yes, it was actually <laughs> developed, it was a licensed game by Nihon Falcom. Alright, now the next question is a follow-up question. Although developed by Nihon Falcom, it was actually developed and released for the NES by this company. Aaron. I'm going to get this one. (laughs) Hudson Soft. Yeah. Yes, Hudson Soft is actually the developer in Japan for this game. Okay, so this game is the next question. This game is the second installment of Falcom's long-running RPG series, which is... Mike. Uh, is that do? Nope. Uh, Aaron. Aaron. Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer is correct. Yeah, oh, man. All right, so we've got three questions down, and Aaron is up two to one. All right. Faxanadu was released in 1987 in Japan. What year was it released in North America? Mike. Mike. Uh, 1989. 1989 is correct. Mm. All right. So this is kind of a gameplay question, okay? So the, the player-controlled protagonist is an unidentified wanderer. But in one version of this game... You could name the character. What version? Is it the A, the Japanese version, B, the North American version, or C, the European version? Mike. Was it the European version? Mike. European? Nope. Mm. Nope. Aaron. The Aaron? Jap- Japanese version? Yes, the Japanese version you could actually uh, name the character. I wonder right. why they took that out. I don't know. All right, so three to two, three to two with Aaron. Uh, we'll we'll go to seven. All right, so we've got five questions down. In the 1989 November-December edition of Nintendo Power, Faxanadu debuted on the magazine's top 30 list. What number did it Aaron. start at? Aaron. Go ahead. Aaron. Uh, six. Six is correct. Wow, nice. that's some knowledge All right, so, right there. Yeah. All right. So Aaron will win this game now, I guess. So that would be because f- he's got four now. So mm-hmm. math- mathematically, Mike is out. Sorry, Mike. Um, That's all right. <laughs> I had a so, feeling. Uh, yeah. Mike put up a good fight, but we will go with one more question, just uh, just for for fun's sake. The creator of the music for this game. Jun Chikomo <laughs> also created a the music for this famous Nintendo game. Is it A, Super Mario Brothers 2, B, Metroid, or C, Bomberman? Mike. Bomberman. Mike. It is Bomberman, 1985. Nice work. All right. Good work, guys. Also a Hudson Soft game, right? That's why I learned that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's it for the History Game Show. So. Okay. All right. What does Aaron win? He wins the stake of saying he beat a dude in NES history. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a good enough title. <laughs> Especially against Kelso. <laughs> right. right. Thanks. So... One more thing in history is the, the the game world of this game was actually featured in Season 2 of a Nintendo-based Saturday morning series, Captain N, the Game Master. Anybody, you guys remember that show? I remember watching that show. I loved that yeah. show when I was a kid. And uh, so, yeah, that was just one little another interesting tidbit about that game was it was on that show. Can I say something about Captain N real quick? I watched it when I was a kid and I absolutely loved it but mm-hmm. I tried watching it maybe five or six years ago and that's probably the worst that's, that's <laughs> worse than the Super Mario Brothers movie I mean that is bad <laughs> you know uh, we talked about we've talked about Adam Carolla before on the show and I was listening to his podcast the other day and he was talking about how funny it was that the the, uh, the 
Super Mario Brothers movie came out like a good 15 years after Super Mario Brothers video game came out. Yeah. Talk about striking the uh, striking the iron while it's hot. You know. <laughs> right. So. Uh, get a, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, so mine. Did you have this? Did you have this cart or? Michael's quest to find the cart. Well, I don't. To be honest, I don't know where this cart came from. Uh, I didn't have the quest for it. I've had it, and I've had it since I was a kid. But I really have no idea where I got it. So this is a mystery <laughs> cart. Uh, I tried. I tried searching the deepest recesses of my brain to try to figure out where it came from. But I, I just, I have no idea. I just remember having it. I've had it since, probably since it came out, or close to when it came out, because I've had it probably the whole time I've had my Nintendo. So. Yeah. Hmm. That's. I wish I still had my original copy of it, but I don't know what happened to that. But I do have two carts for it, though. You do have two what? Two yeah, I have two. I, bought, I found one at a store, and then a buddy of mine that I used to work with actually bought me a uh, a whole packaged one with the with the almost mint condition box and and uh, instructions and all that stuff, man. Oh, but. I tried playing it this week to get going on it, and uh, I don't know if it's my machine or the cart, but it was glitching out on me, and it kept going to black screen. Oh, wow. Well. out, so it kind of stunk. Well, we may talk about it when we talk about the gameplay, but I had the same experience, and I've always had that experience with my cart. So I don't know if it's just the age of carts or if it's... I don't know. But I had, when, I was a, when I was a kid, I always, had, I always had trouble out of this game. Hmm. All right. So I don't know. But that's cool. I knew there was a reason we got you on this show. You have a complete in-box copy of the game. So. That, is, that is correct. The game discussion. So, so right. tell us, what, what is, you, lo- you love this game a lot. So what is it about this game that you love, just to get a start out on the, on the gameplay? Well, par- part of it's going to be the fact that, uh, you know, the game at the time I thought was really intriguing and uh, when I first started playing as a kid. And uh, it was very challenging at the same time. So it kind of had the Mario aspect where you could just jump around the monsters and go to the next spot. But then you had to sit there and uh, and earn money to buy the goods that you needed. And it takes a lot of money. So you're sitting there basically going from screen to screen because, you know, it's one of the old games where if you go to a new screen, all the enemies just reload. So you sit there and you have to go attack, attack, attack. And then they would start giving you little hints uh, when you talk to people about, like, uh, directions of where you're supposed to go. And it's a side-scroller, but they would tell you to go straight and then turn right <laughs> and things like that. So uh, when I was playing it as a kid, my, I was playing with my grandparents, and we would uh, actually draw maps. And I don't know if you've heard talking about it before, but I used to draw maps on this little, like, legal notepad for all the different levels of where I could find the certain items I was looking for or where the shops were and then what kind of monsters were there. So that whole experience of playing it then just made it one of my all-time favorite games for the Nintendo NES system. So, but uh, the game is a pain in the butt to play. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wish I would have had. Uh, I wish I would have had the audacity and the brains to play like that when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I wanted I wanted games like Mario, and every time I would stick this game in, I would try to play it like Mario, and I would just be lost. I would just pretty much run around killing bad guys but I wouldn't know what to do. I could right. I could never figure out what to do. If I would have sat down and tried to draw maps and stuff, I, I could see how eventually, you know, you'd build this database of exactly where you could go and what was where, but I was too uh, I was too high strung of a kid to do to sit down and do something like that. Well and it's uh, interesting uh, this game too as I go back and I start replaying it again, is that uh, I I'm back into the mindset that I'm I want I'm going to beat this game again, but at the same time I'm so used to these fast-paced games that are out now that it's hard to sit there and go, okay, I really have to just take my sweet time <laughs> and you know mm-hmm. build up my my money and not get hit by these stupid little jumping one-eyed guys. And uh, <laughs> but it's interesting, you know, because back then like that was that was it. I mean, that was a uh, ahead of its time and stuff for as far as. Uh, as I thought it was. So oh yeah, it, de- it definitely was. Excel. But then now it's like, man, this is like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- this was the name of the game back then, and, and this was actually, like you said, it was way ahead of its time. You grind to get money, and then right. you have to buy things, and you got to buy, you know, 
you upgrade your guy with better weapons and shields and stuff. Right. But you go to spend hours and hours getting the money to get, you know, yeah. the shield. Because the game, the, the, the screens they go by, I mean, it's maybe only two or three screens per level early on. So it's not like it's that hard to get past those things. But, like, when you first town, you go to the shop, you know, you get the shops, and you have no money, and you have to go see the king. And the king says, oh, here, 1,500 gold to outfit yourself. Which is just enough to buy one of almost everything they have in the town. You can get some more magic power. You can get build up. You can get healed. Uh, you can buy a dagger, and you can buy one magic item, like the magic deluge, is what it's called. And uh, and that's it. And you go on. And then uh, the next town, they increase the price on you by like fifty to hundred gold pieces um, for all the same stuff. And then in the middle of those two towns, there's a shop you can go to. And the highest thing you buy in the first town is 400, and then it goes to like 500 and 800. And in the middle of the town, there's two items you can buy, and they're like 1,500 gold pieces <laughs> and 11,000 gold pieces. And you're like, what the? <laughs> so basically, you moved to California. <laughs> right. Basically, yeah. And uh, so, you know, it's like, okay, well, I want that. I need to have that, but it's going to take you freaking forever to get it. And, and the then bad guys you... don't drop very much. And you can... No. Uh, I think that I think it's worth sixty. I think, like fifty or sixty, per drop coin. And I think it might be time because when I was playing it today, I, I picked some up and I was getting like fifty to hundred at a time. And then I took a while to get the coin, and I didn't get quite. I think I got fifty nine. It's like a really weird number. So I don't know if they're timed. Yeah. And the faster you get to them, the more you get. I don't know. It doesn't make sense, but yeah, I don't know. Cool. I hadn't really thought about that. It depends. It looks like it depends on the the monster. Okay. It's like Skullhead is 59. So, 59 for Skullhead, or Human Gargle is 100, Frogman's 100. So, it just, I guess it depends on the bad guy, the, the monster that you get. Did you, get know, did you know about the uh, the money cheat at the beginning of the game? The that money you, cheat. Yeah, if you spend all of your money and go all the way down to zero, go back to the king, he'll give you another 1,500. You know, I tried that uh, a few months ago, and I did this for the Petra Seal podcast, and I don't think it worked for my game that time. Oh, really? No, uh, I'll, 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 I'll try it. King. Yeah. He has a stingy king. Oh, yeah. Maybe. His king's a jerk. I feel like it worked for me. I didn't try it this time, but I feel like it worked for yeah. me when I was a kid. I'll, I'll give it a shot again, though. No problem. I mean, it's pretty easy to spend that. You just got to buy uh, one of everything, pretty much. But uh, I, I, for some reason, when I was able, when you mentioned it now, I think there was something like that in the past where you could do that. But I don't remember, like I said. But yeah. well, I have uh, I have the manual pulled up that we can look at. Is anybody interested in seeing the manual? Yeah, let's look at it. This is this is awesome. Uh, this is like story time for a child going to bed. Yeah, this is a really good manual. Can everybody see it? <laughs> Can you see it? I can see it. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, it's <clears throat> awesome. Uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to read this uh, game story here, if I can pronounce all these weird names. <laughs> uh, the elf town, Eloise, was once a town boasting peace and prosperity, yet now it is on the verge of destruction. Meteorites are raining down from the world tree, and crazed monsters have taken the opportunity to run amok. Wells are drying up and people are in the grips of fear. To restore peace again, someone has to penetrate the giant world tree and overthrow the evil one that lives in the evil place. (laughs) (laughs) Now it is your mission to set out on a journey bearing the hopes of the people of Eloise. How could you not want to play a game with that type of story intro? I know. know. It's actually... (laughs) I think it's actually kind of a unique story. Something, I mean, it's kind of like mm-hmm. Secret of Mana-ish, like the Great Tree is dying or whatever. But uh, yeah. this, of course, this is before Secret of Mana, so um, Secret Mana took it from maybe, maybe. But I guess there's an evil one that lives in the evil place. Is the evil place in the tree? Uh, it's down below the tree, I believe. I think you have to make your way through. If I remember, you have to make your way through the tree, and then there's like another kingdom area there where. Big baddies are. Well, here's a map, sort of. I love the idea, though, like with elves, 
that they can. There's like a whole world that just in a tree. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 And of course, you got the evil dwarves living below in the ground. Definitely, the yeah. elves and dwarves don't like each other in this one. So, are you <laughs> are you playing as an elf in this game? Yes. Your guy, an elf. Yeah. Hell. The first thing you do is you have to go talk to the guru who gives you the elf ring to identify you to the king. Oh, so apparently, that's right. That's apparently right. wants to see you really bad, but only if you have the elf ring. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're they're kind of racist in this game, I guess. Yeah. You, gotta, you have to prove that you are an elf, not a right. dwarf. We're gonna yeah. need a vial of blood. We're gonna make sure you got some some elf blood in you. So. Right, right. Let's see. Is there anything anything else interesting in this manual? I love. Wait, go back up. Go back up. A little bit. Sorry, sorry. Uh, go back up to one. We're talking about the title screen. Yes. Right here. Well, I yeah. think it's a little slow on my... Yeah. Baxanadu is a game packed full of mystery, action, and adventure. Read this instruction booklet thoroughly and master the rules. I like how it warns you. It's like, we can't be responsible if you don't read this. That's <laughs> right. I mean, come on. So, you can go back down. I just don't. Okay. Well, th- looking at this here, it also talks about the password. I'd like to talk about the password for just a second. These are the longest, most confusing <laughs> passwords of any game. I mean, these rival any of the best uh, NES password systems. It's just, I don't know if it's just because it saves so much different stuff in the passwords, like your equipment and where you are and whatnot. But right. Well, I don't know, because when I played the previously here recently I gave me a password and then when I went and entered the password I had zero money no equipment <laughs> um, but then I just played again it's another point and I got a totally different password than I had previously when I played so when I go back and play I'll see if I have my stuff with this one yeah it's it's weird I, and I can remember I would get passwords, but I would, because I wouldn't get very far, I didn't even want to enter them. It's just, right. It just wasn't like worth it's, my it's time. Fast, you know? It's faster to just go ahead and run through it and <laughs> get back when you need to be. Yeah. I think the furthest I've ever... I, I played it this week and probably made it the furthest I've ever gone. And I made it maybe... I made it to the second the second town. The Oops. second town? The... Op, op, what's it called? Alvaloo uh, or something like that? Apaloo? Yeah. And that's probably the... That's probably as far as I've ever made it, which is kind of embarrassing, but... Uh, like ever in your entire life? Well, yeah. Yeah, ever in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played this game very much. Well, no. I mean, I, did, I, I made it past the town, but I never made it to right. another town. To so another town, yeah. Right. All right. So you're definitely going to be the expert in this game. I, I would like to beat it one day, but it's just it's so much. Of, I don't know. Just, I feel like it takes so much. Well, again, it it, it is because it's it, it's so it's time consuming and not a cool Final Fantasy VII level up grinding. I got to get to this town to that town type of type of way. It's literally you're fighting two monsters over and over and over and over and over again <laughs> if you want to build up money to buy stuff. Right. But I mean, yeah, I guess you could just run right through it and then uh, you know hope to get money on along the way or be okay without it. But there's sometimes you just can't. Uh, you can't get by without killing something or somebody. And there's the little spiky things in the beginning, which you can only kill with magic. Then there's the jumpy guys and the ghouls that you can kill with your dagger. Yeah, and I could never really figure out how to use magic. Yeah, you have to equip that instead of your dagger. Oh, okay. See, and I then, just, for yeah. some reason, I could never figure that out. Yeah, so you have to go in and go to your items and uh, hit select and then, and then go down and hit that. So every time you want to switch between your dagger and magic, you have to go into the menu and switch. If I remember right, yeah. Yeah. Because right. there's only two buttons, you know, and one's the jump and one's the right. one's the fight. So, yeah, you have to go in and change that up. But the problem is, you know, that magic goes down so fast. So. I wouldn't know. I never got it to work. <laughs> <laughs> um. I do like I, one thing I do like about this game, and something I always like about games is when you get new weapons and stuff, it changes what it looks like on the screen. Yeah, which is really cool. There's back in the in, days of the NES, the, that didn't happen very often. No. And I, I was always really pleased to see. I mean, it's not just the weapons too; it's your and your armor, armor your yeah. armor and stuff. 
Yeah, the battle suit is freaking phenomenal when you see it. I mean, you're wearing it. Yeah. How much, much better how, how much... than the leather jerkin? Yeah, that leather jerkin. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> probably like a thousand. Yeah. How much does the battle suit end up being? I mean, you got to think about this. I mean, do you see any cows or horses or deer running around this world? Where that's are they true. getting this leather from? You know what I mean? So. That's true. It's it's from. Uh, the fallen elves. Yeah, the fallen elves. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> elf skin jerkin. <laughs> it's yeah, it, it's skin jerkin. <laughs> that, that's morbid. That's morbid. That's morbid. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Huh. Chops. They got the. All right. We can stop talking about the manual. Anyways. So. Um, I love the artwork in this manual, even. Look at that. See that guy that's leaning against the wall drinking a potion? Like he's... Impressed. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sit here and drink my my poison. That's another thing, too, that when you buy... You have to buy potions instead to refill your life. Yeah. But in order to... Every time you buy something, you have to... Like, you can buy one item in the shop, and then you have to go back in and buy it again. Yeah, yeah, you can't just select multiple. You have to use sells you the one thing. And if the only if you hit the wrong button and you don't want to buy it, you're going to be forced to buy whatever it is that you went in there for. You, yeah, to, you buy it. You have to yeah, I think it's so there's the A button. You have to the A button. So if you get in there and you want to get it, hit the B button. Otherwise, you're going to buy it and you're like, "I don't want to buy that." <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for your 200 gold. <laughs> so, you touch it, you commit. Even the, even the process of buying something is kind of long and tedious. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like I'm bashing this game because of how, you know, kind of how monotonous and tedious it is. But it really is a good game. I really do like the game. I wouldn't keep going back to it over and over and over again because I I do. I keep going back to it and I play it for a little while and I just never make it very far because it does kind of start to well, wear here's on how, me. But here's I think you have to you'd have to almost go back and play and this is my new uh, my new way of going at it because before I'm like into the game I just I gotta play until I get, you know, I can beat it or whatever but in this one I think I'm gonna try it again and I'm just gonna play like I don't know an hour or two a week or something and then I'm just gonna make sure I get to the next save point like I'll put my code in and then I'll play until I get to the next until I get another code and then I'll stop for a while and then I'll go back in because otherwise yeah you're gonna be sitting there for hours <laughs> playing it and getting frustrated. But I think, uh, I think this game would have benefited greatly from a battery backup. I think so, definitely. Because the password is one thing that kind of deters me from wanting to play it. Right. I, it's different. Like a Mega Man password is real quick and easy to enter. This password, it's... Right, it's got lower levels. Like the password I got today was little z, capital V, Little K, capital I, capital A, capital A, little K, <laughs> three capital A's, and a small N. <laughs> yeah, and they just no, keep getting longer and longer the further you get in the game. Yeah. So, I don't know, a battery backup would have been awesome with this game, which I think, I hate to say this to people, but uh, I think it's probably best played if you could use save states. I yeah. wish I wish it was out on the virtual console because I'm I'm it really is, isn't it? I, I, I couldn't it find it. I, I looked for it last night and I couldn't find it. But uh, maybe, maybe it is. Oh, I can send it to you. Hold on a second. Uh, if you have the cart, I can send it to you. <laughs> I have the cart. <laughs> it says uh, it says it was on the it says it's on the virtual console. Oh really? Released okay. February twenty first, two thousand eleven. Maybe I just didn't find it. Of course, I was on the Wii U, so maybe I had to go onto the Wii menu to find it. Anyway, ah, fancy smancy Wii U over there. I don't know about that. Yeah. Oh, that's what you meant by the virtual console. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, emulators. I know I can find it on the emulators. Yeah. I uh, I try well, to avoid those, but if I hope, let me know if you things. find it because I I will download that for my DS if I can get it for my 3DS. I'll play that thing galore. Yeah, it'd be awesome on 3DS. <sighs> I would like to yeah. play on that. But anyways, yeah, save states or battery backup would have it raised my score of this game by like two, <laughs> two or three points, probably. If we right. were scoring it, you know, because I just think I just, I would love to just be click save and come back later. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it took me uh, six minutes, I think, to get to that second town this morning. That's pretty quick. Yeah. Wow. That's because I just, I just, the very first three stages, I just, I got, I didn't want to fight, so I just marrowed through it and just jumped over everybody and got <laughs> to town. And then I got to the other side, and then I was like, oh, I need to buy. And then I accidentally got hit by something that killed me, and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> it does kind of make me wonder, though, about uh, what speed runs would be like for this game. I wonder what, uh, how long or how quickly people could probably beat it. Yeah, I don't know, because I know that you have to beat, like, there are. Uh, I'm pretty sure there is a boss monster at the end, and you have to have the certain equipment to beat them. Um, so I'm not sure how well that would work, but you, you still would have to actually do some do some grinding to get. Some yeah. Money. Is are are there any points in the game where you uh, somebody gives you money besides the king? I mean, do you? I think so. I, I, I if I remember right, I believe later on you come across this guy, and he he can give you some money. Otherwise, I know you just sell stuff. So as you pick stuff up, you can sell it later. Yeah. Well, well here is uh, sorry not to interrupt, but speed run on YouTube: thirty-two minutes and thirty-eight seconds. Jeez. Which seems impossible, but I that's like super fast for that game. I have to watch that. And <laughs> see how he does it. He does it, but he just enters the password. It, t- it takes him. It takes him half hour to enter the password at the very end that he got somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's also this game is also uh, one of the uh, one of those notoriously famous for uh, its English. You know, oh, the, like the bad bad, bad translations. Do not have enough golds. Yeah, I cannot help you with the golds. <laughs> golds. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. I wish I had some examples. Well, had I, if I would have prepared, more. I would have had some examples. Yeah. Uh, but that was but one. I, I, was, I figured that was going to come up. Yeah, the golds was in there for sure. They always say golds. You do mm-hmm. not have enough golds. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the most famous uh, version of the English. Yeah. The music in this game is really cool too. Um, I like the way. Uh, it's kind of ethereal sounding, if that's a proper word to use there to explain the music. It does sound kind of elfish, if that's if that's explanatory mm. enough. I, mm. It's a uh, I don't know. It's like Lord of the Rings on NES style. Yeah. No. Jun Chikuma. 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 I'm a car chicky. For short, okay. uh, designed it to be a rich, sometimes haunting tone during play. Uh huh. See, so the ethereal it works there too. Man, mm-hmm. what a good description. Let's, let's see if I can get some of this sound up here. <laughs> did you just pat yourself on the back? I did. That's probably way too loud. No, that's no, good. It's good. Oh, there's the uh, there's the start menu. And you walk to town. It's very, it's just like footsteps. That's like dubstep. <laughs> yeah. All right, then I'm going to have this conversation. So there's the music when you get to the area. Yeah. Dance really. Like wow, that. that was like super loud in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> it comes through okay. I do, uh, yeah, so that's cool. I like that. Trying to get to that one, the first, uh, uh, yeah, I'll find out what happened. Let's go. The town has really good music. Let's So there's like a shop sound. There's the guru. And there's the guru who gives you your elf ring right away. But all right, enough of that. That's really loud. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, it didn't come too loud over here. No, it's good because it was like right in my ear with my headphones. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's just some of the samples of the music. So hopefully that wasn't to- totally irritating to the listeners. We'll try to put some down beneath the, or underneath our talking too, so so there people can hear it. Did you know that uh, in the Japanese version there was a lot of Christian icons? 
that were actually re- removed from the international release. Yeah, like the like the Holy Cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the churches. The gurus, the gurus are holding a Holy Cross, and images of the crucifixion are displayed inside the church, but they were taken down from the international version. Which is weird that they were in the Japanese version, not in the international version. Because you think it'd be almost the opposite, religion You know. All right. Yeah, that would it would make sense. I don't know why they uh, why they use <clears throat> the Japanese version. No. All right. Well, yeah. uh, anybody have any else? Anything else to say? Any uh, last minute hoorahs about this game? Well, I uh, have to say, I'm a big When's fan. When's the last so. time you beat it, Aaron? When's the last time uh, you beat it? Last time I beat it. Uh, I believe it was uh, the summer of 1990. Yeah, okay. It was yep. a cool Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, because I, I, uh, yeah, I visited my grandparents down in, uh, in Texas for uh, the summer, and uh, I remember playing it then and beating it then. So your grandparents like to, they like to sit around and help you play the game? Yeah, they actually, because uh, I got a Nintendo, um, I don't know, probably back in 88, 89, I think. And then, uh, so I was talking to them, and like, oh, they'll like the games. And then they're the, actually my grandparents. My grandmother actually the one who got me into the Final Fantasy series. And the fact Santa do, because I went down there to visit, and they were playing the games because they wanted to have it, the system around for when the grandkids came by. That's cool. Or, you know, something like that. So then, but then they would get into them, and they would, like, totally... Uh, be into the games and actually want to sit there and help you play, or they would we would take turns, you know. Okay, let me try to get past here, and then they would be really good and uh, at helping you helping you through it, because um, you know they're just excited to watch it too. So that was really fun. Yeah. And then, uh, interesting fact, I actually had a uh, uh, a race with my grandmother on uh, beating Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. On who could beat it first? So yeah, but I I had a similar experience for my grandfather. He bought a Nintendo because he knew I liked it so much. I kept bringing mine over. So he bought one for his house, and then he ended up starting to play it, too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then whenever I'd go over there, we would play, like, two-player games. We would play, like, uh, Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, and all oh, that stuff. So it was pretty sweet. My grandmother oh, cool. played... Um, we played a, a lot of the times. She played Mario, of course. She played Tetris. She was a Tetris whiz. Pac-Man. And then we played a lot of uh, Anticipation, which is a game we talked about a few weeks ago. Um, but, uh, yeah. So. It was like two months ago, but, you know, who's counting? Hey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Anyway. Well, okay. How about, how, about, uh, how about some trophies? Do you might come up with any trophies? Retrofitted trophies. Maybe. Mm-hmm. You have some trophies that you want to hand out to people for games, or what is this? Like, this is uh, like a retrofitted trophy. Like, yeah, this, oh, yeah, this is, what we do is we uh, we make up trophies as if we were playing this on uh, PlayStation oh. Three or something. Okay. So uh, yeah. So if you well, can think of any, we'll, I, we'll talk about. It. There's probably there's got to be. See, well, after knowing how you played it, take it to the second town. I would say you'd get a trophy. I think this game would be a lot like achievement. So I think just getting uh, to the guru would be a trophy. That'd be like the uh, what'd you call that? I don't know. Meditative state. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like meditative state. And that's get to the yeah. guru. Let's get to the guru. Yeah, because you got to get to the guru to get your elf ring, and then later you go to the guru to get your mantra. Yeah, the mantra. Yeah. Uh, I got one. It's called uh, "Gots Me Lots of Golds," <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that is uh, get the fifteen hundred gold from the king. Fifteen hundred gold. All right. Uh, how about uh, what's the one? Uh, magic missile. Use your magic first time. Use your magic your deluge to kill one of the spiky dwarves. Okay, okay. Magic missile. Yeah. Uh, how about um, arm to the teeth? That is by the best everything. 
Ah, there you go. There you are. Uh, let's see. Uh... Feel free to chime in anytime, Justin. If you, uh... Uh, I know you're just itching. <laughs> I'm itching to... <laughs> Have you ever played this game, Justin? <laughs> I guess I didn't even ask you that. Yeah, so how far, how far have you yeah. gotten in this game? Just, uh, yeah, just to the second world, just like Mike. I'm not right. uh, no expert in this game. <laughs> Let's see, what would be another good one? Uh, ooh, how about uh, uh, armored? No, is it uh, gym class? We'll call it gym class. Gym class trophy. Because you got to go see the guy who's uh, like working out, and he gives you a, gives you power, martial arts. Oh uh, yeah, okay. And he looks like he's uh, doing something with a bell or something. <laughs> How about this one? Jerkins for jerks, and that's upgrade your armor. Uh, okay, I oh. like that. Man, see, you guys got these words down. You guys must get a lot of trophies. I I don't play for trophies. We've just been doing this for oh, wow. several, yeah. several episodes now. Right. So yeah, see, I've got, I've got I've got one more. I got one more, and it's a uh, it's a me Mario, or it's a me Mario, and that is uh, make it to the second town without uh, fighting anybody, just jumping over everybody. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that one. Uh, let's see. Jack's Wild. Jack's Wild? Yeah, you gotta get your first J key. The Jack key. Oh, uh, yeah, the J keys. Look, real quick, back to the key yeah. thing, because we didn't talk about the keys. I want to talk about the keys. You just buy keys? Yeah, you can buy keys. You can find keys as you go throughout. Um, but yeah, otherwise, they. I think they did it to force you to make sure that you're fighting people, so you had to buy keys. I mean, they're only like 100 apiece, I think. But yeah, you can go to different spots, and you can buy multiple. One carrier only carries one key. And I know there's a, a guy that sells like four different keys, and you have to buy the key to get through like certain other levels to get past. Um, so you have to like use the J key on the jack door or the or whatever. So then there's the M key that gets you so far. But if you buy the wrong key, then you're not gonna be able to get past. You know, you have to wait to get money again to buy another key. What I want to know, though, is is uh, are there just doors in this world just labeled Jack, and anybody can get through it as long as they got enough money? Pretty much, yeah. But you have the only way to get money is to visit the king. He will only give you the money if you have the elf ring, and then you have to kill bad guys. So you have to be able to kill bad guys to get money. Uh-huh, yep. There yeah. you go. They don't just give that stuff away. <laughs> <laughs> So, and, I, uh, and I, if I remember right, I don't think there was any cheat on the Game Shark for this game. One, that's another little tidbit. Uh, I don't believe there was a uh, any codes yeah. for the Game Shark for this game. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember know. any at all. I had to break out my Game Genie book. Oh yeah, Game Genie. That's what it was called back in the day. Not Game Shark. Yeah. Although you could, since it's on a password system, you could. There probably are passwords. Yeah. That would get. There you are stuff. game genies for this game. There are okay. Uh, there's password for double starting power. There's one for triple starting powder. Power, not powder. Um, <laughs> is that like is that like protein powder? Yeah. Double the normal amount of gold. Infinite magic. Oh, that'd be a good one right there. Infinite power. And infinite gold. Huh. Well, what do you know? I guess I uh, I wonder if they'll get added somewhere along the line. But yeah, those would both be uh, good ones. Yeah, infinite gold would be awesome. You <laughs> get to that game mighty quick. <laughs> yeah, Game Genie's for cheaters. Yeah. Did you know that you cannot beat the original Final Fantasy game with a Game Genie? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you take the one where you have unlimited... Uh, Unlimited gold or whatever, so you never actually spend spend gold pieces. Uh, you'll get to the point of the game where you go to the bat, the last castle area, and it just will not let you go through if you have the game genie on. Huh? That's something yeah. we should have mentioned in our Final Fantasy episode. Yeah. We don't like to talk about game genie since it's just for a bunch of cheaters. 
But here's the here's what I like about Game Genie. You can play the game, beat it without it, right? Or you do as much as you can without it. You beat it. You have a, you have much fun and excitement. Then you want to play through it again, but you just don't want to have to deal with some of the the grinding anymore. That's yeah. that's when it's great. You just throw it on there and you can go through, see all the scenes you want to see, and, and do all the the things, and not have to worry about like literally spending hours upon hours. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I'm just I'm just joking about the being a cheater thing. I actually do like Game Genie, at times. So it's just you can, it's a completely different way to play the game if you want to. Yeah, just stick it in and play it in a different way because some some of the codes aren't just beneficial. Some of them are like change things around a little bit. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I get you mean. I know all people that use the Game Genie just to cheat and like they would never yeah. they play enjoy the game first. They would just get it so they could beat it and call it a day. Yeah. So how about a rating? We want to give this game some sort of rating. Game rating. Justin, you have an idea of a style of rating. Hmm. How about a magic trick? A magic trick? Like a magic spell? Sure. Okay, so what is a magic spell that you would think uh, exemplifies this game? Oh, boy. This is my idea, and I can't even think of one. Hmm. Well, that's a good one. I have a reference that uh, only about five people will get. That's okay. <laughs> but uh, I'd call it, uh, I'd give it the, the Hungry Pit rating. Okay. You care to explain the reference? <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> I, <laughs> I definitely don't get it. Yeah. Hungry Pit is a, uh, it's a spell in the Pathfinder role-playing game. Uh, or basically, you uh, trade a pit below, and then it's uh, it's spiky, and then it'll like as you try to climb out, it's the wall smash against you, basically, like it's trying to eat you. And uh, I used the spell a couple times, and it made my DM and everybody at the table pretty upset because it was too powerful and nobody could beat it <laughs> because it's really annoying, <laughs> which is also part of Xanadu. Because <laughs> as you play it, it's really annoying, but you can't <laughs> can't stop playing it because it's so good. Okay. <laughs> like that. Yeah. But only about five people will probably get that reference. Unless you have people that play Pathfinder out there. We've got, we've got some D&D players that listen to this. So. Nah. I personally am not a D&D player, but I, I, don't, I got nothing against them. No. They're just, they're just mm. people, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Magic okay. spell. Okay, well, my magic spell is going to be Confuse the spell confuse there you go uh, because uh, that's what this game does to me even at uh, 30 years old I am just confused every time I play it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know where to go I don't know what to buy I don't know what to do so yeah, I think this game uh, is kind of, it's fun it's kind of fun to be confused sometimes right. too. so it's a fun game but it, it confuses me so my magic spell is confused wow. it, you know what makes it a little more confusing is that the fact that it's really simple because literally all you do is go forward and just buy everything you can possibly buy. That's the simplicity of it if you really break it down. <laughs> this is true. And it's very confusing, though, because, yeah, you're just not used to that. He's, uh, he's thinking away over there. Look at that. You're going to be right. Don't have, don't have, like, a stroke on us or anything. Well, you know, it's like I'm kicking myself for the magic spell idea. Um... <laughs> uh, well, we'll think of a spell from a game the, recently or something. How about the? I'm just gonna go with the riches, magic spell. And this is the this is a spell that you wish you had during the game. You wish mm-hmm. you just could get all the money that you need. You just make money out of nothing. Oh, you have the wish yeah. spell. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, wish. There you go. Wish. Yeah. I wish I could beat the stupid game. I wish I had more money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I wish like, I could get past the second town. <laughs> I wish the, I wish the passwords weren't 100 characters long. There we go. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Just and I are going to catch so much flack from our listeners for this, not, be, not making it past the second town. Yeah. I wish that uh, I wish that the internet was invented so I could find passwords for this game. <laughs> that's what I thought. That's a, that, Hand to God, that's what I thought when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, I was like, man, I wish, I wish I had... <laughs> 
I wish I had some all-knowing source that I could just go to figure out how to play this game. You could. You could. You could call Nintendo Power, and they would give you the codes. It was only like a dollar ninety-nine a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that's true. Uh, I was able to get past that level of Mega Man doing that. <laughs> it only costs you nineteen ninety-five. Yeah, I don't know how much it costs, but I uh, my mom let me call once, and I think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Justin, you got any uh, you got any feedback for us? Yeah, we'll go to our forum for the feedback. And uh, the first the first comment on our forum, and I think this is your work. Just another name for Justin to mispronounce. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> but hey, you're welcome. So, dude Hickman, with uh, he puts on. Oh man, I love this game. Turns out it's pronounced. Uh oh, Fazanadu. It is a Z. It is the X is pronounced like a Z uh-huh. because it was a combination of Famicom and Xanadu, uh, which was a game in Dragon Slayer series. Wonderful music and atmosphere. How many games take place on a giant dying tree? Trick. Uh, this is the only one I know of. Um, Sean. Put, oh man, I totally love this game. This was one of my favorites when I was a kid. I'm doing a top five for Forgotten NES Gems at www.theretropulse.com, and that one is on it. I always thought it should have been more popular than it was. Most people I know say they have, uh, say they have heard of it, but never really tried it. It was one weird. Uh, it has one weird thing I liked. As you level up, your guy's acceleration also goes up. It's something small, but it's the small things that make a game good. That's true. I do feel like this is a really underrated game, though, because I feel like it, nobody really ever hear, talks about it. Nobody ever really says anything about it. I don't know if it was very popular ba- back when it came out. I guess it wasn't, but uh, yeah, you don't hear people talk about it much. But it is actually pretty. I mean, it's a pretty good game. I don't know. I don't know why people don't talk about it. Uh, Ludicrous. D A three day D A three V E. I guess Ludicrous Dave. Uh, such a classic. Gaw. I really need to track down a cart, or at least uh, see if it's on the Wii Virtual Console. Is it really pronounced Bazanadu? Crazy. And according to Dude Hickman, it is. Mm-hmm. So, and looks like you answered his question. I won't read yours. No, you don't. Unless you want me to. No, okay. people can go to the forums to read any responses by me. Yeah. All right. So do All you right. want to read the hate mail we got? Uh, Sure. I have to pull it back up. <laughs> we did get I a piece of hate We asked about hate mail, so we got it. Somebody oh, sent us some hate mail. That's fast. Asking you shall receive. We asked for some hate mail, and somebody gave it to us. So mm-hmm. I, I'm getting it pulled up right now. I'll read it. Okay. I've got it if you can't get it. I've got it. It's it's uh okay. it's called To the Show I Love to Hate. <laughs> <laughs> what can what can I say about this show that they didn't already say about Tom Arnold? I have been a listener since the beginning of the show, from Super Mario to Tecmo Ball, and from what I can tell, Michael and Justin just seem to lose their edge every episode. Half the time, Michael cuts in and out, and Justin has the most awkward pauses ever. It would be great if the guys would introduce themselves to make the show more immersive. Also, how about staying on topic? The tangents get drawn way out. If you want to hear good podcasting, go to secondtimearound.buzzsprout.com. Shameless plug by our hate mail person here, and see how it's done. Uh, Yes, I just plugged my podcast, LOL. Hey, isn't that the same, like, word-for-word word, one of the hate mails we got on Factory Sealed? I feel like that was uh, pretty much almost word-for-word. Word. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You're always getting off topic. Stay there. <laughs> we, uh, we stayed on topic pretty well today, actually. Yeah, we did. today was way more on topic than usual. I, I don't know if it's just because Aaron, Aaron was keeping us on track, or I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Usually we spend about 20 minutes talking about the adult section of the rental stores or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or uh, mm-hmm. Here's what I think about uh, his comment about my awkward silences. Well played, sir. 
Nice. And here's no. what I think about that. Comment. Get out. Out. Get it. Yeah. Any, anyways, anyways, I'm just trying to copy Justin. I want to be like Justin. So he says, but he, he finishes it up. He finishes the email up with, all in all, guys, I love the podcast. I just wanted to be the, your first hate mail. Keep up the good work, and I'm ready for the comments. I know I opened a can of worms. But at the bottom of the email... He did some retrofitted trophies. <laughs> did you yeah, see those? These are good. Yeah, these are good. Listening to the show more than 20 minutes, the ears bleeding, plus 124 to <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, figuring out bleeps and blooms. You don't know Jack. And uh, Michael talking over Justin past interference. <laughs> yeah. and, then he, and then he goes on to say, I so Tom Arnold did this. Tom Arnold would be impressed with your hate now, sir. Yeah. Thank you, Turd Ferguson, as yes. he likes to be called. Mm hmm So that was cool. I like, I like I'm glad it wasn't actual hate mail too. Because I'm not sure how I would have taken that. <laughs> well, you know, at first it was funny because I've got, you know, obviously my email comes straight to my phone, so I get that email. And uh, I won't say the guy's name. I don't know, does he want us to say his real name? No, nah, let's just stick with Turd Ferguson. He may not want his real okay. name. But it does show well, up as his real name. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. And then I saw it was actually from my uh, two dudes' mail address. So I was like, oh, okay. And then I started reading it, and I started to cry a little. <laughs> I it's serious. Maybe he is being serious. I don't know. He may be. Hopefully not. He did bring up one good point. <laughs> People may not know who which one of us is which. Other than at the very beginning of the show, I say, hey, Justin. Yeah. Then after that, they really probably have a hard time following which one of us is which. I don't know. Kind of not, like that, though. not that it matters. I don't care. We're not changing. All right. It, so. Okay. Well, Aaron, mm -hmm. do you want to tell us and um, give us another little shout out about your your show? And uh, sure. Tell us who you are one more time. Right. I'm uh, Aaron Robinson uh, from Factory Seal Podcast. Uh, please check us out. Uh, and then uh, you can find me on Twitter at Quilted Tunic. All right. Hey, I will say that Factory Sealed is one of the reasons I started my podcast. Oh, very cool. Yeah, because I thought it was a, I, I thought it was cool. It was one of my favorite yeah. shows. And uh, well, I, I tell you, it's 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 exciting for me because I believe uh, we we spun off uh, from you and uh, Nick Stevens. Yep. Uh, also started a podcast after listening to our show, so uh, that was pretty cool. Felt pretty uh, pretty neat about to inspiring others to do the same thing. Yeah, it was a it was a combo of you and Nick Stevens because I I uh, I liked what you all were doing, and then I heard that Nick Stevens started his own, so I actually emailed Nick. I was uh, like, Hey, I heard you just started your own after listening to Factory Seal, and he's like, Yeah, and then he. He said, "You should too." And we and I, there you go. And I, uh, I might be having my own podcast coming up soon. Otherwise, it'll just be a segment on the show called uh, Aaron's Action Corner, and right. I'll be reviewing uh, <laughs> famous action movies. <laughs> <laughs> I like oh, it. That's awesome. Keep a look off of that. I definitely give it a listen. Uh, yeah. So there you go. That's good, Justin. You want to? Uh, well, how can you? How can people find Factory Steel if they want to find it on iTunes? Well, iTunes are on iTunes. Uh, you can also go to manatank.com, uh, and yeah, that, that was also on, on Facebook as well. Uh, Factory Sealed. So. All right, and Justin, how can people get a hold of us? Well, you know, we're on every single uh, uh, what do you call it? Social media. Wow. Okay, we're on every single social media that you can think of—the ones that you even thought didn't exist anymore. We're probably on it. So like MySpace. Don't find us on any of those. MySpace. We are on MySpace. Yep. <laughs> what about Believe GeoCities? Not. Are you on GeoCities? No, we're not on Sorry. GeoCities. Oh uh, <laughs> man. Oh man. <laughs> well, we're I bet you could. You, you could probably still ask ask Jeeves, and he could probably send you our way. <laughs> all right. What so, about yeah, find us everywhere, and obviously, you can always find us on our website, edsdudes.com. You can listen to every show that we have there. Like us on all that stuff, and uh, give us reviews on iTunes. We'll read you on the show, and uh, yeah, 
So, oh wait, there may be one actually. Dang it! Why do you always remind me about iTunes at the end? I don't know. I swear. Hey, you while you're looking up, uh, you mentioned Axe Jeeves. Uh, you guys uh, remember or aware of uh, Spider Thirty Seven? I believe it was called, and that was a search engine back in the day that allowed it to use thirty-seven different engines to search for the internet. This is way before Google and way before Seems like, like I do remember that. Popular. Yeah, and that was like the one one you'd use all the time. Yeah, that's kind of funny to me now thinking about that. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if it still exists. <clears throat> No. Hmm. Look it up on Google. It's Google. <laughs> <laughs> Google Spider Thirty. Yeah. Right. Okay, so we did get we did get one uh, from uh, Dylan T. Bob. It's a five star review on iTunes. It says nice. four hundred plus NES game collector, and I love just hearing other opinions oh, wow. of, of these guys. Keep up the good work. Favorite episode was the boy and his blob. Uh, loved hearing about the creator tell his story. I think that's a lot of people's favorite episode. Yeah, it's probably like our second most downloaded episode, The Boy's Blog. I think I missed that one. I have to download that when I get to work tomorrow. Yeah, you should. We we actually got to talk with David Crane, the creator of the game. So. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, I haven't been behind on the podcast listening. Uh, Co-workers don't like it when I'm blaring them, so I stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you for coming on, Aaron. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. This this show would have been really dull having only two dudes that made it to the second town. So. Yeah. <laughs> I made it to the second town this morning, and, uh, and apparently a lot faster than you guys made it, so I felt pretty good. Uh, if I hadn't died, I probably would have got further, but I just uh, <laughs> I didn't want to have to start with zero gold again. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't want to say it, but uh, yeah, we probably needed you on the show. So. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm glad it. to be here, so thanks for having me. All right, uh, here comes some noises and music for the next week's game. Thank you all for listening. See ya.